All right. Welcome back to the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. We don't have an intro song yet, but I'm working on it. I mean, there's a guitar over there. You want to just play us something? I'm going to play Good Riddance. All right, let's just stick with this for now. <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, I am Kyle Ruff, your humble host yet again. I'm joined by my friend and roommate and also local aspiring comic, very funny guy, Mr. Jared Mall. Say hello. Hello, hello, hello. There he is. All right, we're continuing with the theme of what uh, Spencer Powell has coined as the Laugh Lab, where we uh, go over some of our old comedy sets, talk about it, and kind of break it down so you guys can get what it's like when you're just kind of starting out. And uh, again, this kind of the inspiration of this podcast is to kind of show you the whole DIY aspect. So, you know, getting up in front of a mic is something you're interested in doing. We can kind of show you how we attempt to do it. Um, not saying it's right or wrong, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're there, man. But we're doing it. <laughs> so... Um, first of all, is there anything new going on in your life, Jared? Anything you want to share with the group? Uh, yeah, I grow weed for a living now. Oh, yeah, Jared got a new job. Yeah. Jared got a job. I literally got paid to water with nutrients a giant room full of weed. How do you water with nutrients? Is it like fancy water? Uh, no. Is it like vitamin water you're spraying on it? Is that what plants crave? I... I just spray them with Gatorade. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hope for the best. Very specifically, lemon lime. That's what plants love. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like greenish. Dude, no plant wants frost, okay? Blue no. frost is bullshit. Well, I mean, yeah, frost kills plants. Exactly. Yeah. My point. Although the cucumber lime would probably go really good. Just It'd probably spice the flavor of your weed up. Mm. Just saying. That's actually what like strains are when you go to like the the store. It's just <laughs> what flavor Gatorade they <laughs> use to water it. Seriously though, it could be. Uh, dude, living in Colorado, you're like, oh god, I really want some strawberry Kush. Ooh, but I could get the Mendo breath. Oh, Durban poison, dude. <laughs> Let me get the Durban poison. <laughs> I get that Alaskan thunderfuck. Yeah, like or something. It's like buying fucking Gatorade. Yeah, it turns out it's all just flavors of Gatorade. <laughs> Gatorade weed, buy yours. <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. That's awesome. I'm excited yeah. for you. That's you're doing the most Colorado thing possible. You're growing We're, weed now. Yeah, shit. I'm wearing a tie-dye shirt right now. You literally are. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I grew weed in this today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that the official uniform? Uh, no, it should I, be. I actually have to wear scrubs. Tie-dye scrubs? They should be tie-dye. I mean, I bet, I bet you could find any variety of scrubs you wanted on the internet. You think they have one that like for bottoms? You think they have one that just has a big black dick? Like not the like, it doesn't like it like just an imprint. It like shows a fake imprint. Like a shadow? Yeah. Like like it's underneath the pants? Yeah. Well, how do you know it's black then? Because it's huge. Ah, uh, it makes sense. But but yeah, the size. I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean the actual color. Yeah. Coming from a white dude myself having a three-inch penis. Yeah. It's actually Colorado state law that if your penis gets over a certain size, you have to paint it black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so even if you're white, you're gonna have a big black dick. It's just statistically less common. <laughs> like, there's a lot of big white dicks. It's just not widely reported. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Spinal Tap reference for the kids. Oh god. Anyways, Anyways. so <laughs> I was told from uh, 
my beautiful and talented girlfriend after listening to the last podcast. She was like, "He was great. You guys were funny, but you say anyways way too All much." She also uh, told us to quit saying shout out whenever we reference someone. So shout out to Sweet Sarah Jane for giving us that great <laughs> advice. Uh, just really throw it out there. Just a big old shout out. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, I wanted to bring up, uh, do a podcast with Jared. So Jared just kind of started getting into it. He's been a friend of mine. I've known he's a funny guy for a while. And he came to a bunch of the shows that we did in the last winter. They were good. And uh, finally, uh, this summer, I talked him into going up on stage. And it went pretty well. So just kind of like, again, the DIY thing. Uh, for anyone who's thinking about doing it for the first time, just kind of wanted to share Jared's experience doing it the first time, and I'll share my experience doing it the first time. There it goes. So, just to touch on you talking me into it, you literally like you're a funny guy. Why don't you just stand up? I went, all right. Yeah, that's pretty much and it. And then I wrote a joke. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh fuck it. Yeah, well, I mean, you wrote a story, and it's a funny story. Well, the first thing I wrote was the subway joke. Oh yeah, I mean that's what you need. Like so that. Anyone starting out, they always say that the easiest thing to talk about is talk about yourself. Yeah. Especially in, like, a self-deprecating way, just because it's easy. Yeah. So either talk about yourself and your story or tell a story from your life or yeah. both. You know? Or if you're really good at creating stories out of fucking thin air, make them funny. Sure. Well, you can always – it's always easiest, you know, every – it's it's not a fucking truth-telling exercise it's no. a, it's about telling jokes so i always say like you can start with a life experience in that story and you can always just find jokes that are in there if you got to embellish a little bit then why not well yeah but i think that's the that's kind of the point is like like you said it's not about truth telling it's like you're gonna sit there and you're gonna really dig deep on these like certain parts and be like where's the funny in this right how can i exaggerate it exactly it's yeah. like talking about it's like having a joke about traffic and saying like oh there's ten thousand cars like no there was like i don't know 50 on lincoln sure i mean yeah you can you can just like exaggerate yeah um but you can just i mean there was there was one comedy special with ron white i remember back in the day where he just told a joke about him and his like wife and then he was like I don't have a wife. And then, like, went into yeah. the next bit. <laughs> or it was like, I divorced my wife or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, so you told, uh, first time you went, you told a couple different stories. Do you want to give us a quick, brief trailer of those? What the fuck did I tell? I told the subway joke. I told the subway joke, and then you told the story about uh, getting drunk with your family. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, getting drunk at my cousin's 21st birthday. Uh, yeah, I told the subway joke, which was about me working at subway, being named Jared. And well, okay, just a brief spoiler. His name is Jared. He worked at a subway, and he's from a town called Sandwich. Yeah, not a joke. So, I mean, um, we didn't even have to spell it out. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's called low-hanging fruit. Yeah. I, uh, then I told a joke about getting completely shit-faced at my cousin's 21st birthday. And uh, my last story was about stealing everything in sight at an abandoned army base getting pulled over by the cops. Which, yeah, those are, I mean, those are all just life experiences, though. It's not like, I definitely embellished on mostly just the getting drunk on my cousin's 21st birthday. Mm. Like, definitely took some liberties with that one. But stealing shit from an army base is 
pretty much just straight true. Yeah. As like, opposed to gay true. <laughs> yes, but... <laughs> Faggot truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're dropping F bombs, people. Okay. Um, fag stands for a fucking awesome guy, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we do live it's in the not a fag term yeah. We is. support all gay and homosexual people and whatever. The LGBTQ alphabet movement. Yeah, every single letter and acronym. <laughs> I'm down with. I don't care. Do your thing. <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> you post disclaimer, disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here we're gonna play. Uh, I'll play a little bit from Jared's set we have recorded. Just so you can hear it now, probably a couple minutes. So I'll do that right now. Is anyone the black sheep of their family? Anyone? Anyone? Yeah. Okay. So I am definitely the black sheep, but not in like I know like tattoos, piercings, whatever. I'm like the alcoholic of my family, and that's not good <laughs> because uh, when I decide to go to family parties, I get fucked up. And I'm the only one that's fucked up. <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm from Massachusetts. I went back home, and yeah, and uh, it was my cousin's 21st birthday. And I was like, all right, fuck yeah, well, we're gonna party it down. I'm gonna show you how to do it. Bad idea. <laughs> we uh, went to a hibachi grill, so you know, like they're sitting there in front of you, cooking shit up, whatever, um, and. So yeah, we, we get there, and, and my uncle, being the great guy, is like, hey, I'm going to buy everyone around. What does everyone want? And uh, you know, so it's, oh, Michelob Ultra, Blue Moon, give me a bud. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking booze bag's over here. He's like, hey, give me a shot of Jameson, please. And I start breaking out in a fucking cold sweat. I'm like, I need it now. <laughs> give me the goddamn Jameson right now. <laughs> so I take my shot, and, <laughs> and everyone's just kind of like, you know, doing their thing. I'm still at the bar, like, taking more shots. <laughs> Not a good idea. <laughs> so we're like we sit down, I start cooking and shit, and um, I'm just drinking beer. Like I forget that there's be- or there's food being cooked in front of me. I didn't see it, but all I'm seeing is beer and shot glass, like big one, little one. And <laughs> I'm also yelling at the hibachi like chef, I guess. You know the little uh, squirt bottle of sake. You ever emptied one of those before? Yeah. No. Yeah. Not a good idea. Don't do that shit in front of your mom when she's looking at you like, where the fuck did I go wrong? Oh, where's my little boy? <laughs> like, shit. So, and I see, like, I know that she's looking at me like that. I'm like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to have fun. So, I'm, like, trying to steal a dude's spatula and shit, and it, it got to a point where, like, I drank so much Jameson, I'm pretty sure a distillery was being made in my stomach. And there's a fucking brewery next door. It was bad. So eventually they're like, all right, we're getting you the fuck out of here. And I feel bad because I took all of the focus off of my cousin. It was just about me now. I was like, yeah, you got to babysit me now. Fuck that kid. <laughs> he can't drink for shit. Neither can I, apparently. So we, uh, we leave there, and then we go to um, fucking, uh, it's like Keith Urban's I Love This Bar, that <laughs> shitty-ass establishment. I fucking, I'm sorry, I hate country music. It is not my thing. It's like scratching nails on a chalkboard. I can't do it. But we go there, and the great thing is they serve 32-ounce beers. It's an alcoholic's dream. So that was great. And, uh, like, my co- two of my cousins and, uh, like, my aunt and uncle are like, oh, go get us beers. It's like, cool. So I go up to the bar. I'm like, yeah, I'll take, you know, four and then one for me. Or, you know, I'll take five beers. So I get five beers, and I'm, like, walking them back. I'm, like, holding them, hoping I don't spill. And I get back up to them, they all have beers. It's like, 
okay, cool. So you guys just gave me the marathon in my hands. I have to drink all of these myself. I have five fucking beers. So automatically, I just like slug two down. I'm like, fuck it, we're going for it, man. Like, we're in it now. Um, yeah, I, you ever gotten to a point where you're so drunk that you like the music you hate? I started singing like some Dirks Bentley song. Apparently, I knew every fucking word. I've never even heard the song before. I'm out there, I'm fucking yeehawing and shit, grabbing a belt buckle that doesn't exist. I got cowboy boots on all of a sudden. Fucking cowboy hat. It was great. I had a great time. <laughs> oh, God, it was so fucking bad. But, like, I'm dancing all night, and we're having fun, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I've still got, like, two more beers. So I go back over, and I chug those down. That was game over immediately. Like, I was just full... I had to take a piss, maybe I have to puke. Then I blacked out, because that was like a fuck ton of ounces of beer. What's five times 32? Who gives a shit? It's a lot of beer. So I black the fuck out, and I wake up on my mom's couch, and there's a plate of bacon next to my face. <laughs> like, that was going to wake me up, like, oh, the fumes. Yeah, let's go. And there, my mom's cat is also just, like, licking my face, too. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. I was like, Mom, what the fuck happened last night? She goes, oh, you, didn't, you don't remember? I was like, no. She goes, oh, you won two awards last night. What did I win? She goes, well, you're the drunkest man in Massachusetts and the biggest shithead in our family. <laughs> fuck yeah. I thought it went pretty well for a first time up. I've definitely seen worse. How do you think it went? Dude, I think it went super good. Yeah. Like, compared to what I expected, I expected a bomb. Mm. Completely, like... Actually, with this, I thought the subway joke was gonna be the only laugh. Red. Yeah, I mean, that's readily funny. Yeah, I mean, that's more of like a formulaic joke. So I guess that's something more you, you'd want to rely on. So with yeah. stories, especially if you don't structure them like super joke like, you know, they don't. It's it's less of a guaranteed thing that it lands. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. That was freaky too. It was weird because I like. I, uh, Dom and Kendra kind of talked about it, but I just straight up like blacked out too. I didn't know what got a laugh. I had no idea what got a laugh and what didn't. Really? Yeah. That's why when I got off, I was like, "Was it funny, guys? Was that funny?" Like, I don't, I don't remember people laughing. I remember me laughing. Like you can hear it on the track. Right. I remember me laughing. Yeah, I, uh, I kind of get that because well, if if I get um, if I get like a basically like radio silence, like no laugh. I can feel it immediately, but I kind of like, like the the sets where I've had where it's like it's really going well, uh, and I'm like you know the whole room is pretty loud. There's it's either it's basically just like a one or a zero. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's either laughs or it's not laughs. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. you can kind of feel it. Like it's more like it's almost more like just like feeling the energy than it is like the audible laughter. Yeah, like when we were in Boulder. Oh God! Those like we're gonna do at some point. Where that was a negative zero. So a, a big part of this and like why things are going well for us is we've built this great comedy scene, but we didn't just build it. There's like people here who are receptive to it, and there's a lot of towns in America, and from what I've heard, a lot of other comedians talk about. There's a lot of open mic scenes around the country right now that are just super duper not funny at all. Yep, and we. Decided to branch out to another town. Walked and right into it. We walked into an absolute. Oh my god! It was just it's so bad. Everything was about it. So I. Well, it it was me, you, 
Andre and Spencer, and soon yeah. the four of us will uh, will just do a podcast dedicated to how bizarre of an experience that was. But that's so that's just a teaser for that. Oh my um, God, yeah. But yeah, no, I thought uh, that was good. I guess you weren't you weren't you weren't there for the first time I ever did stand up. The first time I did was in Ann Arbor, right? Yeah. But I did, I did the exact same set basically. Yeah. In the Brown House, and you were for there for that. What was that? Probably like four months later, six months later. That was what December? No, it was January. Was it? Yeah, it was January. Because SJ was here. Yeah, because the lady was in town visiting. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Jay. <laughs> 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 um, my first experience was. At a more legit comedy club, but it's not super legit. It's one in Ann Arbor, and it's okay. Um, it was a good scene, but it was a good. I had a super. I was fortunate, kind of like you were. At like most art mics, it was just a good, positive crowd. Yeah. And I had the same thing going. And it was a thing where like the guy who went before me, just bombed super hard, like like nothing. Yeah. I went second out of like twelve people or fifteen people. Okay. And guy number one was bad, and so I was like, oh. I it's it's so much like everyone talks about it's hard to follow someone and I I definitely get that I almost feel like that works in your favor all the time because the room is already kind of hyped yeah especially especially in an open mic where it's like short sets yeah and so you're trying to like bang 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 keep it going but I definitely benefited from this guy being super fucking weird he was talking about like coming in his pants and I it was just crickets. And so I went up there and I was like, I have a mustache. And he was like, <laughs> and it worked out pretty well. Clapping monkeys with fucking cymbals. Well, no, that was the thing for me that freaked me out the most is both the barley sets. I, I was the first one. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, well, here we go. Yeah. Like literally the way I thought about. It, I mean, you know me. I've watched comedy for years. Like I've always been into stand up. So I was just like, fuck. I have to get the room going. Right. In some way, shape, or form, and like that freaked me the fuck out. It can be intimidating. I mean, I've. It's weird because like I've had this thing where pretty much all the shows we've done here, I'm either first or I'm last. Yeah. Like I was either the closer, or I'm the host, and I'm like the warm up act, and so it's. Yeah, you get the Ricky Bobby syndrome. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. That's hilarious. <laughs> I uh, I like going last just because you have kind of like the build of anticipation from the crowd, mm-hmm. but it also sucks yourself because like almost all of the open mics we did before, I, I didn't listen to anybody else because I was too like stressed out about my own set coming up. Yeah. And it's just kind of like sitting and waiting and worrying and waiting and stuff like that because you always get some butterflies before you go. But like, so when you yeah. go first... You can just knock it out, and then you can just yeah. chill the rest of the night, you know? The worst was, I think, I can't remember if I mentioned this on the last podcast, or the first podcast, but we did the show, the St. Patrick's Day one, and we were sitting in the green room uh, downstairs at Old Town Pub, shut up, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and there's, like, a bottle of Jack down there, and, like, next thing I know, I was drunk, and I, like, hit this realization, I was like, I'm way too drunk, and I was, like, getting even more stressed that yeah. I was going to be, like, too drunk to remember my lines, which, like, I was fine. Yeah. But it's still, like, I, like, just sitting there and waiting for, like, an hour. Uh, the worst was Desperation Day, like we were talking about before, that there was no set time since I was waiting for, oh, like, God. two and a half hours. Dude. Um, and, and, like, that was a, 
That was a really good show, but holy shit, it dragged. Oh my god, did it drag? Like we literally took like a set break. Like they literally there was like an intermission yeah. in a six person comedy act. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like please go get your drinks and your food. Yeah. While Christ. we all regroup. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like I said, it went it did go yeah. really well. Pretty soon I'm gonna put a lot of these shows on YouTube, try to get the brand out a little bit so you guys can listen to it. And then when we do these laugh labs, talk about it, you guys could uh if you're interested, go in and kind of listen to what we have and what we did, kind of get where we're coming from. Um, and the audio turned out really well from a lot of those, too. Yeah. Especially the two Old Town Pub shows. You can hear the crowd pretty well, too. I actually haven't listened to those. Oh, no? I can get no. it to you. I'll have to check those out. We have a couple of the open mics from Bra House that we did last year. Not all of them. We didn't have the first one, unfortunately. Our buddy Tim Puckett put it on Facebook Live, and I told him to put it down because I was like, it was early, and I was like, I'm worried about my material being taken, which is... Wait, did he actually... He did that? Or he, like, live... I don't even know how to say that. Live Facebook Fa- did? Facebook Live. Yeah, I don't... What's the verb form? I feel like I'm young enough. I should know that shit, but I don't. No. You're, right. an, old, you're an old soul. <laughs> Someone said I was being extra the other day, and I went, what? <laughs> being extra? Yeah. What does that mean? Th- thank you. Like, uh, like when you're I would have been like, extra like what? Well, yeah, that, no, that's pretty much <laughs> where I was at. I was like, huh? It's like you, when you're like overdoing it. What do you mean overdoing it? Like, you know, like you're putting extra on it. Like you call him a gay? No. <laughs> Trying to fight <laughs> me, boy? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Bring it, bitch. Yeah, right. Is this queer? Is that queer? <laughs> you want to talk in the microphone? Got a backup yeah, right, right here. <laughs> Why don't you go practice falling down? I got an extra one right here. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just like. She said that shit to me. I'm like, I have no idea what you're trying to explain to me right now. Just extra as yeah. an expression. Yeah. You are being extra. Yeah. Now I get it. It mean it like like extra. You're annoying. going way beyond where you should. Oh. Yeah. So like you're taking this too far. Yes, exactly. I see. But I was like, just it's like just say that in a way that I understand. Like why do we gotta speak in code? Just well, no, <laughs> and, and, and the girl was just like, how old are you? I was like, I'm 24. She goes, Yeah, I'm 23. I was like. Okay, so yeah, so I don't sit on Instagram all day. I yeah, don't know right? what this means. Sorry, I'm not extra. I take naps. You go and party. I don't know. <laughs> I, you drink Jaeger. I I drink whiskey. I, there's a difference. You drink Jaeger. I spray Gatorade on plants all day. Yeah, I I drank some of it. Uh, my tummy hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much electrolytes in my tummy. Excuse me. Uh, I drank some nutrients earlier. I can't read. <laughs> too much nutrients in my eyes yeah i just turned 30 so i'm officially allowed to not get things i think oh dude i can't wait to be that like i can't wait the only person who's like i can't wait to be 30 when i'm in my 20s dude i'm serious i can't wait until i don't have a stigma of like oh you're still young i've always hung out with older people so that's what i'm used to now now when someone calls me extra i'm like what <laughs> huh you don't don't spray paint my wall. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to react to it. I'll put your dirty graffiti on my plants. <laughs> or, I don't know. <laughs> Goddamn potheads. Nah, that one doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are on the weed. <laughs> All right, well, if you're like, hey, I could try comedy. Jared did it. So. I was going to say, I'm a pretty goddamn good example because, uh, I like to do me some karaoke. Sure. Pretty damn good at it. Got that stage presence. Yeah, I can do that. But uh, it, I, I remember saying to Miles, I was just like, I could never do that. 
I was like, I could not get up on stage and tell a joke. And then, like I, like I said at the beginning, you literally just like, go tell a joke. I'm like, okay. I was like, shut up. You're a funny guy. Go do it. Yeah. And then I did, and it's easy. So anyone can do it. Anyone out there, you can do it. Sure. As long as you're funny. Shit. If and, like, even you, I mean, you've had, like, anxiety issues in the past. I have, too. Yeah, man. But, like, I, the, big the, time. the Jared moral of the story. There you go. Anyone can do it, man. Anybody can do it. A lot of people starting out are, like, worried, like, oh, like I'm not really good in front of people and stuff like that. I don't know. Like, you've done karaoke before. Mm-hmm. That's, like, if you want to try to get in front of people and not be nervous, that's actually a good way to do it. Yeah. You know? Uh, and that's really... I've heard that from a lot of people. They're like two thirds of it is just not being really nervous in front of people, and the only way to do that is to practice yep. to do it. Got to get in front of people. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I did like theater and things as a kid, and so like I feel like I had a head start just because I was used to like having a stage presence a little bit. See, I didn't get that until St. Mary. Once I started doing karaoke, is when I got the stage presence. Yeah, makes sense. Otherwise, I was freaked out. But I mean, yeah, any coming from a person who literally was out of school. In high school, I was gone for, like, four months because I wouldn't leave my bedroom. Coming from a person like that, like, you can literally do anything. And if stand-up is the thing that, like, sketches you out because, oh, I don't want to say a joke in front of people and maybe bomb, just do it anyways. You're going to bomb. But it's if you're you're really into it, bombing will make you want to do it more. Oh, it's true. And I've never, never, like, super-duper bombed. Like, I've had a few... Uh, I know some people. I'm not going to, like, single anyone out, but there's some funny people I know who have, like, bombed. Yeah. And it's, like, they're still funny. It's just sometimes you swing and you miss. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's, like, night. you know, worst case scenario. And th- not only that, but, like, the first time you do bomb, you, like, get off stage. You're, like, well, I'm not dead. Yeah. It's so. You um, just didn't make too many people laugh. Yeah. So next time, and it's not like every. It's not like even if you talk to someone afterwards, it's not going to be like I hate you. Yeah. They're gonna like get them next time. You're like I will. Yeah, exactly. It's not. I mean, it's like the worst case scenario is nothing actually that bad happens to you. Yeah. Worst case Ontario, you sit down, you get a laugh. Yeah. It's all water under the fridge. All right, cool. Well, I think we should leave it at that point. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you all listening. Again, come see our shows. We'll be sending more stuff out. Uh, follow Steamboat Comedy on the Facebook, on the Instagram, on the Twitter. You can follow me at Kyle Ruff Comedy on Twitter. Do you have a Twitter, Jared? Uh, yeah, you don't want to follow it. You can follow my Instagram, the Great White Buffalo, all with under underscores between words. That's a great name. Dude, it's the best. Oh, with a W. Buffalo with a W. I guess my Instagram is, it's rough is Kyle, which is kind of weak. I need a better. Yeah, you need a better handle. Mine's pretty fucking awesome. It's definitely better than mine. (laughs) Well, should we sing sing the song? Sing a song? We haven't even kissed yet, and we're going ass to mouth tonight. Uh. We haven't even kissed yet, and we're going ass to mouth tonight. Uh, kiss my butthole. Mm. <laughs>